Hello and welcome to Underpowered. We're a podcast about gaming. When we have time or find the energy to, we're still be gaming even if we're busy. I'm Casey Cole. Joining my night tonight is my buddy and resident Pokemon expert Eric Scott, original founding member and sometimes on the show guy Sean Cole, and our guest tonight is JRPG content creator and host of the YouTube channel The Gaming Shelf, Taylor Hoyt. Taylor, thank you for joining us tonight. Hey, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Yeah. I we almost didn't have this show because you're a Niners fan. We had a little <laughs> hot intro, but we we lit the waters. They were rough at first, but we we came to a you know it's I mean, a great rivalry. It's probably yeah. my favorite rivalry in football. I mean, if you were a Cowboys fan, I would have canceled myself. So oh, at least yeah. you're not a Cowboys. Fan. <laughs> yeah, right. No, that's fair. I agree. I agree. No, I like good football teams these days. I don't live in the 90s. Uh, no, I hope to see. It's oh. going to be an interesting year for the Cowboys. It's easy, easy to say now that Russ is, uh, Russ is jumped ship, huh? Yeah. Oh, that's the Broncos, too. Yeah, I can, yeah I'm can. i like this- a bad ex, mad ex-girlfriend about that one. I was like, good. I'm glad he's failing. Uh, so uh, it's July. We haven't done a show since in mid-June because of vacation time and people getting together. And it's tradition here. It's JRPG July. And that's why we have Taylor. That's why we have on the show. So Taylor, I've been following your channel for a while, and I went back and I did a lot of like looking at your original videos. You weren't initially a just a JRPG creator, right? That's not what you focused on. You kind of did other things too, right? Yeah. So um, I don't know if this is reflected in the videos, but I don't know if you guys remember the site uh, called Blistered Thumbs. It was originally part of the Nostalgia Critics website. They had like a gaming offshoot that like angry joe was like the editor-in-chief of so i mainly was like the psp editor there and then randomly i would just do videos on my own for fun that were never on the site but we would always go to like the big conventions and i would post like oh i went to gdc or e3 or whatever but um yeah no to answer your question it wasn't always about jrpgs but over time i just found myself playing those more and more and just decided to focus on that yeah i saw the old videos of you on at e3 are you and that's so cool because you were, that was at a time when it was just still for the press, right? It wasn't for the the people. Yeah, when it was no, good and cool. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was interesting. We we got to we were very fortunate to go to the uh, PlayStation conference for two two years in a row, which was cool. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was definitely a a, a different experience. And now E three is dead, so RIP. <laughs> I know. Um, where did the shift happen for you to focus on JRPG? Like, what made you? Because you did a little bit of like uh, a lot of different games. It was a lot of variety. Yeah, on one niche. That's a great question. So, for a while, I kind of just stopped playing games for a while. Like, I was, if you can believe it, I was like the guy that got Madden every year and then just played Warcraft, World of Warcraft. Like, that's all I did. I was that. Yes. I was that guy for a little bit. Okay, too. well there you go. We're in good company. <laughs> okay, wait. What class were you in? Wow. Can I guess? Name, oh sure. Okay. You were you horde? You were horde. No. No. Alliance. Oh, Alliance guy. Then you were out of Yeah. Yeah. I got the bald as soon as I as soon as you said he was Alliance. Oh man. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Power gamer. Oh yeah. Good at everything. Uh, I like it. But the problem was, um, I. I was playing WoW, and then I moved to South Korea for you to teach English, and they banned oh. my account because I was in America one day, and then I was in South Korea the next. And oh, they and so you I'm like, well, I guess, I guess no more WoW for me. Right. <laughs> and so, th- around that same time, this was like 2010. That's when Final Fantasy 13 came out, oh. and it was getting so yeah, many yeah, negative yeah. reviews, and I was like, 
Final Fantasy getting negative reviews? What's this? And so I kind of like got plugged back into like whatever, like following games yeah. more closely. And I heard that, you know, 13 was getting just trashed and I had my PSP with me and I'm like, well, let me dig into like these old RPGs I never played like Grandia and uh, Lunar and stuff like that. And Lunar. so I kind of got back into that and uh i don't know if you saw this but one of the earliest videos on the channel is like this ridiculous unboxing video because that when i was in korea i just you don't have bills there they pay for your apartment and stuff and so i was just buying all these old rpgs and i just i just decided to keep playing them and then eventually that's just sort of what i fell into in terms of you know enjoying playing and so that's kind of yeah. it's kind of a weird coincidence or a weird uh set of circumstances i guess <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's some. Share me. All your bills paid for. Yeah, that is actually cool. Let's go tell. Teach us that secret. (laughs) Well, I mean, just go teach in a foreign country because I mean, Mm, no, granted, mm. your entire apartment is probably no bigger than this room I'm in right now. It's tiny, but you don't need a car because you can walk to school. And then, I mean, I had to pay for food and stuff. I didn't have no bills, but it was nothing compared to like America or Canada or you know wherever you're. So it was it was very nice. Mm. <laughs> Go teach in Japan, Casey. That's a great idea. Yeah, or I'm sure my wife and children would love that. Guys, will be back in a year. <laughs> Bring them along. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, that'd be an adventure. I would love to do something that wild. But yeah. um, no, I was I'm looking at you. I see the unboxing, the last story, which was a cool Wii JRPG. You have some cool. Uh, it's just the the games I've seen on your channel are some deep cuts too. It's not just like mainline big rpgs um were you as you were always a madden warcraft guy what was your first jrpg uh the the basic answer final fantasy 7 i mean i uh before that it was like you know i would play like crash bandicoot or tony hawk or whatever and then my friend um my friend introduced me to final fantasy 7 i was i would laugh at him like these guys with these q pants i don't get it like i never played a game for a story before Mm. and uh and so he let me borrow it because he was on like disc two or three and so he let me borrow disc one i was like oh i kind of like this this is interesting and then i just never looked back like i got went way down the rabbit hole with all the you know different final fantasies all the different rpgs that you know it was kind of a were you like the a Jesus middle middle school type age at that time, or was that? Yeah, how old was I? I think I was twelve when Final Fantasy VII came out. So, We're at the same yeah. age. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Perfect. Yeah. I got an F in math in sixth grade for a little bit because of Final Fantasy VII. Nice. And that got taken away, <laughs> so I got that grade up. And now I teach math for a living, and it's the irony is never full lost circle moment, there. right? Full circle. Yes. Um, yeah. No, you played a lot of games. I love that you do rankings and you talk about even like possible releases or what's coming out. I, yeah, you've, I've seen like how your channel changed too. You have like those really clear, it's great, great JRPG coverage. Um, are you excited for any upcoming JRPGs or what are you playing these days right now? Um, yeah, uh, games I'm excited for. The ones that are most imminent, probably, I, I, technically this is a Korean RPG I came to f- come to find oh. out, but um, uh, Eternites, uh i'm really excited for I, they have put a demo out um during the steam next fest and i got a chance they gave me an early build to play um and it's a really cool game it's like persona but with like action combat oh, and uh the arpg okay yeah no, it's, it's, it's a really RPG. it sounds like yeah yes, yeah yes. <laughs> 
Um, J R J A A J. No, J A R P G. There we go. We can give it that. Or no, K. this is K because you said Korean. K. Right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but the the big one that is still like seems like it's never going to release is grand blue fantasy relink i mean we've been waiting on that game for like the better part of a decade so i'm it, it won't last i saw they announced it in 2018 right the i think 2017 okay I, I okay think. um i know the fighting game looks this really year, cool. supposedly <laughs> yeah um, yeah when when their release date is just 2023 still yeah halfway yeah. through the year you're like uh is it gonna make it? well i'm kind of on that boat with the Ludian chronicles the yeah because uh, that game's supposed to come out this year they they had the rising which was like a one-off thing they made that people really liked uh i got in on that with a our one of our mods and discord uh dr zubat and i'm just waiting I'm like have you heard anything about like when the switch on job is like nothing yet so i i it's hard too because this year i think in particular there's been lots of just really good jrpgs that came out and keeping up there was Fire Emblem Engage, which I haven't finished. I'm mm -hmm. still working on that. Uh, Octopath Traveler 2. I don't want to finish that. I, I love it so much. <laughs> I don't want it to end. I'm kind of Last just time I was over at your house, I think, to go see Super Mario Brothers, the yeah. movie, you were like playing Octopath Traveler before we left. And yeah. you, know, you were all excited to show me you know, your characters uh -huh. and stuff. And to, oh, yeah. I know that's one of your favorites. I've been doing a walkthrough on our channel, and I'm never doing that again. I just <laughs> I say that awesome. every time. <laughs> I did no, it's not worth it. Like I'd rather do a review. It, it kind of. Have you ever done a walkthrough, Taylor, or thought about doing that? Like, what made you choose the style of videos you do? I guess too with that. That's a good question. I did. If you like, as we were scrolling through the channel, that was wild to kind of just like look back on like how the channels evolved. I actually did let's plays for a little while, um, but to me i mean the honest answer was just other videos were getting more views and so i'm like okay i'm just gonna do that and frankly i'm not a yeah. very good like commentator on let's plays like doing a good let's play is so much harder than people realize you have right. to constantly be saying funny things or pointing out interesting things and i'd just be like so um yeah now we're going to midgard uh-huh like i just <laughs> Yeah, it was so boring. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> Sean used to do it, and I don't know how he did it. And like people pay all sorts of wild things. I like doing community games on the stream because then you're just you're bouncing off each other. Yeah, but like, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say, let's plays are very similar to like streaming because you're basically it's like stream of consciousness almost. It's like you have to get really used to it in that mindset of describing everything and pointing everything out and saying every dumb thing that comes to mind because like normally you'd maybe keep it inside but you have to sit out loud because then people can either like agree or disagree or you know put like jump on or laugh at it or whatever so right. i feel that yeah um i i eric you've done i uh, you you mainly stick to the pokemon you've been doing some unite you wouldn't do a walkthrough would you oh never you don't want to do a walkthrough there. You don't want to. No. I, well, no, I think there'd be two things if we did a walkthrough with Eric. It would be at a blistering pace that no one could keep up with. I remember when Final Fantasy Tactics came out on PSP and we both started together. I'm like, I'm on chapter like three now. And you're like, I'm on chapter 10. And it, I'm like, it's been two hours. And I'm like, it, just... it would, yeah, it would be like riding along with me in a car, but it would either be like like a like a four-wheel drive like a like a jeep wrangler off-road just over bumps just going crazy or yeah you're right it would be a just 
it'd be some kind of a drag car. It'd be Formula One. You'd be, we'd be gone. Turn. Yeah, you would teach people how to meta really hard. What? I feel like you go hard in some games. You you have the oldest game on the backlog this year I for JRPG. I do have the oldest game on the backlog, and that's Breath of Fire 3. And I'm mm. ashamed that it's the oldest game on my backlog. I'm going to finish it. I'm finishing it. How, how far are you into Breath of Fire 3? I am, I would definitely say I'm about three quarters of the way through the game. I'm a, I, I kind of got to the point where I knew I was... Move, making my way towards the end, you know, kind of walking, you know, that getting towards that, that last path of the story. And I just kind of wanted to go back and do all the fairy village stuff. And I had never had a really quality playthrough of the game. And I kind of wanted to do that and just come through everything and take my time. And that's, that's what I've done through this playthrough. I uh, had recently discovered my old PS2 and a lot of, you know, a lot of old discs, uh, which, well, what was the, uh, Star Ocean. I found oh, right. Yeah, oh, nice. The copy that Casey let me borrow back when we were in middle school. We had a hell of a conversation with that because we did Taekwondo together, and it was some random kid in Taekwondo that recommended to us. And we were like, yes. hey, that's yes. a solid pickup. Respect. Yeah. He, he, he got good credit from us for that. Yeah. Well, he, he kind of helped me sort of expand my perspective outside of the uh, the PS1 genre, the PS1 Final Fantasy genre of, uh, of PlayStation games, which I always... I always thought were those were just my favorite Final Fantasy tactics, Final Fantasy Seven, just yeah, still up there for me. I have a I have a hot take, and I, I don't necessarily like doing hot takes all the time, but I think this is like the first example of two point five HD. I think these games kind of did what Octopath Breath and Live Live, yeah, these like look at how they kind of do the art where they pop out and then it's uh, just, the background. I was, just, I was just saying out loud for our listening audience. Oh, Breath of Fire, you're right. <laughs> That's right for people that just listen to the audio. Yeah, yeah. That or Xenogears, even Xenogears kind of did the same thing, or or Tales, Tales of Destiny kind of does the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I love Xenogears. Xenogears is an amazing game, and there's some rumors about uh, some remakes of that. It's remake season. They're supposedly we're going to hear one about Final Fantasy IX, which is my favorite Final Fantasy. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to maybe. I've heard Chrono Trigger. I've heard all sorts of things. The Super Mario RPG uh, remake is probably the thing I'm most excited about right now, and I will replay for the hundredth time. Do you ever? How often do you replay your RPGs or your games? That to the class, to the whole group. Taylor, you can start. Yeah, uh, it depends. Uh, it depends. You know, if the mood strikes me, like before, like for example, before Final Fantasy VII remake came out, I replayed that just to kind of get re-familiarize with it um yeah i guess it just depends of like the mood i'm in or like the release schedule because <clears throat> with the way uh gaming is now I, I try to cover all the major jrpg releases like right now is a perfect time to replay games because nothing's coming out for a couple months but right. um i would say maybe like one or two a year the problem with them is they're long right so like you have to really commit like okay here's 25 to 50 hours of playing might already be yeah, yeah. right yeah. <laughs> well with a game like final fantasy 7 if i'm gonna play if i'm gonna do a fresh playthrough which i've done plenty of those i might get the urge to do it after this but uh <laughs> I, I've got to do everything. I've got to do all the side stuff. I've got to get the gold chocobo. I've got to gotta get nice around, right? I've got to. I've got to do everything yeah. I possibly can. It's yeah. It's everything. The down submarine. I got to do it all. See, that's what I love about JRPG. Personally, like we I, and the thing I like about JRPG July, 
that was me. The summer was like the tradition schools out. I'm going to get a JRPG and I'm going to play it all summer. Right. And I'm going to dive deep into it. My parents are letting me get a game, get good grades. Let's go. <laughs> um, I felt that way with Lunar. That mm. was when that blew my mind because I was getting into anime at the time. Um, I, my backlog's kind of weird because games I half started, I named a, a bunch of the ones this year. And then one that I keep looking at is Persona 5. And I keep hearing that's like the greatest, it's got one of the best ratings possible. Um, have you played Persona 5, Taylor? Oh, I've not. <laughs> I have a funny relationship with Persona 5. So I played yeah, it when it came it. out. I played it when it came out. And then I reviewed. So recent, like the, earlier this year, they re released it or they released the Royal version for PC, Xbox, and Switch. And so I played the Switch version for review. But that game has like an extra semester, but it doesn't tell you how to access it. And I missed it completely mm. in my playthrough. And it's like, I don't know, five to 10 hours of content. And I, I just totally missed it, and I was pissed. <laughs> and so, like, I beat it, and then I immediately, like, I'm going to put it on easy and just blast through it and go back to it. And I got about 10 hours in, and I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do oh, it. No. I'm reading I, I, right the how long to beat right now, and Persona 5 is 97 and a half hours for the main just, hour. <laughs> just a light, light, light work. Light work you know? Yeah. That's the one thing. I think Live Alive is like the quickest JRPG I can always recommend mm. someone because I think it's a 25 to 30. Some people think 25 is crazy long too. But um, so is it not really on your backlog, just not one that you could get into? Persona 5? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I beat it twice. Okay. But okay. I just, to get to that extra semester, I'm like, ah, oh, do I want to play it a third time? Uh, and I don't, mm. I might have to wait a while because I mean, like, like they were saying, it's, it's, it's a long game. It's a long Even slog. skipping the cutscenes, you still have to go through the dungeons and do the social link stuff. I mean, I guess you don't have to, but it it's part of the experience. So, um, yeah, yeah. We'll what see. um, what uh, what's on your backlog? You know, I gotta be honest. I don't really play that game i don't do the backlog you don't have one that like i want i'm meaning to get to this you just play what you're feeling you know it's funny i was i was cleaning my room the other day and i pulled up this old list i had i it was like my backlog of shame i'm like i feel like i should beat these games as someone that covers jrpgs i guess if i had mm -hmm. one the one that would be on there is final fantasy 6 because i got the pi the pixel remaster collection oh. and i i got up to six and then they just burnt me out because they were so yeah. Those old games, like they're they're good, and I appreciate the legacy and everything. I love four. So hard. To, they, they don't tell you what to do. It's so hard to navigate. No, I have yeah. to play through it like a with a guide, or else I'm just totally yeah. lost. Dude, Secret of Mana was like that. There's this random. I played that during COVID on my SNES Mini, and I was like, "What do I do?" I had to watch a video. You have to go <laughs> talk to some random old lady that was like 20 towns ago that there's no <laughs> reference to. Yeah. And so if I was a, like, I always talk about it, like a kid in the nineties without the internet, I'm like, this, mm -hmm. no, I'm done. Like never that's, again. You know, that's what I was thinking. It's like, and these all, most of these all came out before, you know, there was YouTube before game facts, maybe, game you facts know, if was you the were first kind online, yes. I remember using that as a kid and trying to like decipher it, like not ASCII, but like basically just like a wall of text of like, go here to here, like, you know, guides. And yeah, you think about when they designed it, how did they expect people to play them? Just explore every inch and try and figure out what goes with what. It was a different time, man. People had more yeah. time to just poke Ooh. around in random caves and <laughs> bushes and stuff, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's honestly, I've got the same story with Final Fantasy six. I found the the anthology, the, you know, the, the disc and I gave it an honest shot and I just 
I got to the point where I'm like, I don't know if I'm in the right area. I don't know if I'm in the right spot. I, I don't know what I'm doing. I kind of feel like I'm standing on a nude beach around with strangers all around me. I'm just not <laughs> feeling this. I'm out. That's also like the same feeling you get when you like return to a game that you haven't played in a while, and you're like, oh, yeah. "Where the hell was I in the story?" Or like, "Grown up mode." Yes, it, it needs to be in all games. The grown up mode, where it's <laughs> it's just, "Hey, you've been busy in the last three months." Yeah, like here, a journal. Pokemon started doing that in Diamond and Pearl era, where you like, "Hey, last time you played, you did these three things. You would read it, and you're like, oh yeah, 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 yeah." Um, or a cutscene, nice. or like, hey, let me get one tutorial fight to remember how to hit the buttons right. And be like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, so or even so like uh, Nino Kuni, they have like the little gold star. It's it's a little bit uh, insulting, like as you're playing it. But like as a if you if you haven't come back for a while, then it's like, oh, that's where I'm supposed to go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the hard thing too, because like a, a the backlog thing's hard because it's like, oh, I've always wanted to try this, but then something either shiny or new will come on. And I've accepted like. It's very rare when an old game like Chrono Trigger probably I could recommend that in confidence if I had to say an old game that's still really good. And I think six is there too. I would have told you to skip Final Fantasy one through three and just go through six at that point. <laughs> Those uh, were painful, man. Those were painful. <laughs> the guys at Mega 64, I sent this to Eric as a video uh with the creator Ken. Oh, what can I think of his name right now? Uh, they did a video with him, actual, like, because he made Rad Racer for the NES, and, like, the joke was he, they made a video of him, like, this is the last game of my contract, and I can go be a ghetto boy rapper. Like, he was in really oh, in New York rap. Yeah, Sakaguchi, and, yeah. Sakaguchi, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. And it's just, like, him going nuts, and they're like, hey, great game. We're hiring you again, and he can't get out of his contract. <laughs> and it's just, he's stuck making Final Fantasy game. It's pretty funny. Um because Final Fantasy VI does weird thing. Final Fantasy the sixteen. Have you played any sixteen yet? Oh, yeah. You missed my review. So I. No, put I know. I, I, I'm setting you up. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I beat it. I cleared the hunt board. I made the best weapon. Like I feel like I did everything I could to like fully experience that game, and uh, I wasn't a huge fan. Like it's fun. Like the, I love the action combat. The action combat's so good. All the shut up Siri. All the <laughs> all the icon fights are really good. Um, the lack of the R of RPG elements is really a bummer. Like they might as well have not had it in there because it almost doesn't matter. Um, and then this is just su a super personal thing with where I'm at in in life right now. Like I just wasn't in the mood for an ultra dark story like that. Yeah. Like that game is like relentlessly grim. Like to it's a very game exhausting of thrones, degree, right? yeah, totally. Jeff, yeah, I know Jeff Gov got raked over the coals for like saying like it seems like it's this, and we're like, no, it's not, but it clearly is. Um, do you think? What do you think? Or uh, with all the discussion about is it a JRPG? It's a JRPG still, right? Because it's still. Uh, I mean, technically, sure. Why not? <laughs> it's an RPG made Japan. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a loose because it's more like a Kingdom Hearts to me. I feel like when I watch people play it, or a Devil May Cry. Yeah, well, they have the the combat director from Devil May Cry Five, so that that makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah. And in fact, I also heard it's funny that you mentioned Kingdom Hearts. Uh, apparently, the a lot of people from the Kingdom Hearts team also worked on this. You uh, could tell. You yeah. could tell. I just immediately by the movement, I was like, oh, it's kind of like Sora or this or that. I could see it. Um, and no, I think moods is is important to a game too. Like, I like a really campy JRPG. Like, give me the anime tropes. 
yeah. give me the happiness. Lunar for that. Just for the anime cutscenes. Mm. Chef's kiss. Yes. Yeah. That is like the quintessential JRPG. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to go on an adventure to a cave and like, you know, oh, and then we go on a globetrotting adventure and then all the all the cliches. But it's like that was the game that started the cliches. So like I, I love that game for that. Yeah, yeah. No, I that was one I let Eric borrow and Eric's. I think your mom didn't. Your mom hate the sound of it because of all their like voices. Which remember which Lunar, Lunar where I, I couldn't get into Lunar. I couldn't get into Lunar. And, uh, I, didn't, I, yeah. I I I didn't like Lunar as much as you did. No, um, it was. I think is it because you were uh, fighting your secret love for anime that you now have taken in? Do you think? <laughs> uh, uh, possibly, possibly. I might I might appreciate it now. Yeah, um, yeah. Actually, let me let me ask this question. Um, we're, we're we're kind of talking about an era of games. What's a game from that era that you would love to grab and and say, let's do a let's do a full remake. Let's do a, a good like a just a good quality remake on this game. Ooh, good question. From like, like the PS One era. The PS One era. I've I've yeah. been begging that, that like late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. Okay. I would say. I think the game that needs it the most and uh, is probably Legend of Dragoon because I they they put that on PS5, PS4 like not too long ago and it was kind of busted but then they fixed it but like man the the localization on that is really rough uh, and that timed button press combat system is like not fun but I love that world I love the music I love that whole idea of like transforming into the dragoons like i guess we're all the same age so i grew up like with the power rangers like transforming yeah. into the power yeah. rangers and stuff yeah. so like i love stuff like that i think it's fun so like I, a total ground up remake of uh legend of dragoon i think would be cool and then same with um chrono cross again just for that world like all that ocean world like sailing to the islands and that music right. like that's to me that's the best video game soundtrack ever oh chrono cross is great that's yeah. the big thing because you know they did the it's like an HD update, right? The one that yeah, came like out a remaster, this year. yeah, yeah, a light remaster, not like a full-on redone, but like a you know just like polishing edges. And people are like, yeah, it's a game because the battling is not great in that, but everybody walks like soundtrack's great though. <laughs> That's I mean, yeah. like, like like yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I'll play that in my classroom from time to time. What about you, Eric? Um. I mean, I've I've been begging for a for a tactics two for such a long time, oh, but, yes. but but um, tactics is the go. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it, Pokemon Emerald. Give oh. it give it the full updated. Give it the give it the all like the full treatment. Give it everything. Just and make it a uh, Pokemon just, Legends just, game. Just make it Pokemon Legends Rayquaza. Just let's do that. <laughs> but it, yeah, I don't I mean, know. Is Pokemon the greatest? JRPG franchise. I think game? Pokemon Sales is wise, babies. babies no, nobody beats RPG. Pokemon sales wise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think everybody can relate to Pokemon. Um, I think it's up there for sure. Uh, Sean, I think there's an RPG that you played on Super Nintendo that I I would think <laughs> would need it. I was thinking of you know Pokemon. Uh, I was gonna say Leaf Green or Fire Red, just because yeah. I'm more biased to the original ones. But yeah, when Eric said that, you know, Secret of Evermore was probably yeah. Like, if that you, would if you be count good. that, I, that counts as a JRPG, right? Like absolutely, I sure. yeah. But, my um, son, I figured the Secret games count. My son is playing Trials of Mana. We got that on the Switch, and that's really user friendly with the update and like their stars. He doesn't get lost. You know, like mm-hmm. the Secret Mana update, the remake is okay from what I've heard, but. 
he's really enjoying that and i like that it's uh, accessible to him yeah um i mean i'm really happy about the super mario rpg remake that kind of like made my year seeing that at the <laughs> nintendo direct um i xenogears would be another one like mm. or something i here's the thing i don't necessarily want a remake give me a true sequel like i was really happy to see octopath 2 give yeah. me something in ha- tactics that happens after tactics. Yes. in that same yeah. world oh my god I, that is don't give like me the old thing. Give me thing i i cannot believe they haven't done more tactics games like they remastered tactics ogre which was fine i feel like they messed up that remaster i cannot believe they still haven't remastered final fantasy tactics for consoles. that's either. insane to me and and triangle strategy i thought was a triangle strategy did a lot of co- things combat wise that really improved on the tactic system, I thought, but there's just nothing has come, still has come close to that customization, right. to that yes. replayability. Mm. It's, I mean, th- that those first five characters and tactics that you kind of, well, maybe first four, I'll say, for th- they kind of carry you for a little while. They're important, and and depending on what route you go with each of those characters, it just you can play the game so many different ways when you start, and just it makes the game so fun. I have 130 hours in Triangle Strategy, and then someone's like, nice. "No, there's free DLC that adds the story." And I was like, "Dang it!" Like today, I was like, "I was like, don't, don't do it." You look for something to play. It's free <laughs> DLC. You can go back in. I've seen everything, right? That the thing that I like to because we, Eric and I and Sean, we are we all play D and D together too. And Triangle Strategy does something where you like, oh, your outcome there is a path to the story. Uh, Tactic Over did it. I think the, they did a. Uh, not tactics over, but I think this did a better job of that because it's it took tact whatever tactics over laid as the groundwork and made it more impactful. Um, but yeah, I I want interactive environments with tactics. I want the job classes from tactics. Mm. Like there's it's it's there. I I really hope they. I don't know. I just really like what team um, minus Braley Default Two. I thought Braley Default Two was pretty disappointing. Um, but Squares. Persona 5 Tactica coming that out. Looks I like like too. Tactica yeah, that looks instead. cool. Because it looks like the Rabbids game. It's a it's a Rabbids Tactics game. <laughs> my kids were playing that today, too. My daughter, she's five. She wants to start playing video games. So I was like, well, here, you can play this. Play the Rabbids Mario by herself today, and she beat a level. She's like, oh. Wow. I like, know. It was kind of hard. <laughs> it was, she knows letters, so she's like, oh, hit A. She can see the button and like move, <laughs> and it's just the first level. And I was like, did you just beat that level? And she's like, yeah. No big deal. Like she was totally <laughs> it off. I was like, I took a picture of it. I was like, proud moment for dad. Yeah. That's awesome. The, That's the first time she beats a boss without having to look down at her at her hands to mm-hmm. to, to yeah. see the buttons. Yeah, yeah. yeah she was just me. doing it. She was, yeah. you know. I, Eric, I think I'm with Sean. I would like actually see a Secret of Evermore too. I think that's mm-hmm. a good game about a boy and his dog. But <laughs> I'm like, also the tactics would be number one. Yeah. I was just always like Secret of Evermore was like one of the very formative love video games from my childhood and having to like play with my best friend and like you know we didn't really i think we had a nintendo power or something that kind of guided us but other than that it was like where the hell do we go you know half the time like that kind of yeah. stuff as kids trying to figure it out and i just always liked how they broke it up into like you know different like timelines you are like different yes. times you know you start in like prehistoric and then you go to i think egyptian and you know all through kind of like time i always thought that was really cool as a kid who likes history yeah, here, I thought that was rad. Here's, then, here's some. Go sorry, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, you got it. I, I was gonna say, do you guys, do you guys remember Brave Fencing Musashi? Yes. Oh yeah. 
They Great could team. do a lot with that game. Vagrant Story too. I also think of that because that's in Evolve. Vagrant right? Story, yeah. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. they have a whole thing. I, I also kind of look at Final Fantasy 14 some days and think about my wow days. I'm like, hmm, maybe I just quit playing games altogether. Just <laughs> you try every every I feel like once a year at least you try and get us all to go play. Wait, wait, if so if hey, I wore everyone down with Pokemon Unite finally in the Discord and we played Pokemon Unite uh and streamed it a couple weeks ago and we all had a good time. Everybody's playing Pokemon Unite now. It's like, oh, this is good because they're all old like League of Legends degenerates. And they're like, oh, this is nice. I don't feel mad or racist at the end of the game. <laughs> um, and uh, it's good. Um, but I feel like, I don't know. I'm curious with, like, now, like, term, because Final Fantasy is a MMORPG, but it's a JRPG, too, right? Uh, and I saw the argument for this, too, that was God of War is more of a JRPG than uh, Final Fantasy 16. And I was like, whoa. And I could see the art. I was like, this is a good argument. I was like, yeah. I just gotta give me the popcorn. I want to see internet fight over that. You know? I mean, the gear wise, it totally is because it has different stats and different ways that it impacts how you play. So, from that perspective, totally. Yeah. Which is weird. You know what? I heard a really weird argument. I heard an argument that uh, Madden is a turn based JRPG. Because you're essentially <laughs> planning out your strategy, your characters mm -hmm. level up as the season goes on, and you're picking your attack, and then you take a turn, and like that's really stretching it. But <laughs> it was interesting, an interesting thought yes. exercise. No, <laughs> yes, yeah, take yeah, away the graphics and, and the story. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty I'm wide off. umbrella that uh, yeah. Uh, I'm here for it. I would love I, to see Madden made by a, a Japanese developer. Or dude, something, I, I have oh a good one. Wasn't Tecmo Bowl? Tecmo Bowl is an Nintendo. No, Tecmo is an American company, I think. Was, no, Tecmo. Koei Tecmo. Right? Oh, Koei, you're right. Yeah. Koei, yeah, Dynasty Boy. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so my that's God. What it's happens, a Guys, football's a Muso game. <laughs> <laughs> just smack around just everybody. There you go. Yeah. No, I've been saying it for years. Someone just needs to take the Blitz engine and then reskin it with whatever teams and put that on eShop or whatever shop for five bucks and have online play. And oh, you'd be Buka Rich. Oh, Blitz. Great party game. Yes. Well, I had some students ask me today about, Mr. Cole, do you play Mario Party? I go, I, Mario Party is the only game I've ever seen a fist fight over. No, I do not <laughs> play Mario Party. You can't I just played, play. I played Mario Party. Party. I played the original Mario Party with you, Casey. Yes, we played it. We were fine, but the neighbors yeah. down the street were not as fine when the boys got into it. And I was like, I'm yeah, gonna go just, home. That's giving me flashbacks to when we played uh Zelda Four Swords. Or oh my god, your house, <laughs> Casey. <laughs> that's we had, we, had, we had that we had that one you know party member who was really greedy. Would throw everyone else. You know, we'd all be doing whatever, and then that person would just be stealing all of our gold. And he'd win every he'd game. Win every every time. game he'd be like. And we'd always vote him to be last too, yeah. but you just have so many coins. Uh, that was a, I I like more collaborative play. Like I think Monster Hunter is kind of mm -hmm. the turn like because that's a JRPG too. I think of anything Final Fantasy sixteen JRPGs just aren't turn based. It's a style of role playing game that has certain themes, and this seems like a dark sixteen seems like a dark JRPG, like you were saying. Um, yeah, I think I, JRPG is like. You know, an encompassing term, and then there's subgenres under that. You know, you got your turn-based classic yeah. kind of ones. You got more like, I guess, modern kind of like uh, Devil May, and like the new Final Fantasy and stuff like that. There's, there's a bunch of subgenres under there. Yeah. 
it's like yeah like sure. even like strategy like we're talking about final fantasy tactics like i would consider that a jrpg in some sense like valkyria chronicles mm-hmm. you're talking about fire emblem like i think that falls under that very wide umbrella i mean there's they're very obviously like anime inspired which i think is a For sure not necessary but usually it, it kind of anime inspires in everything taylor i am fully with you there <laughs> these guys will be like oh like in marvel if i make a something in D and go no like every anime ever like i always <laughs> go back every trope i take from well this this is going to be a fun game so is animal crossing a jrpg yeah you don't or now it's a cozy uh, game right it's i would a cozy say game. That's no a new genre itself yeah what the cozy game is that what you said yeah that's it's yeah. a cozy game is what it's saying oh yeah oh yeah like, yeah I mean, you know what's so funny? I remember growing up and getting Harvest Moon Back to Nature on the PS1 because I'd never yeah. seen a game like that. I saw it in a magazine. I was like, this is interesting. And I remember getting it, and none of my friends had it, and I showed it to them. It was really wild, and there was no games like that. It was Harvest Moon, and that was it. And now it's really wild to see. It was um, uh, Stardew Valley, I think, that really lit the spark right. for all these other companies to, or all these other developers mm-hmm. to make their own one of those but it's wild to see how big that genre is now animal crossing is listed as a social simulation video game hmm. social simulation video game. <laughs> yeah that makes sense i mean right so the genre, like video game genres are so stupid like they walking are. simulator like that is the dumbest <laughs> name for us <a laughs> <genre>. <laughs> yeah walking simulator, that's that's uh, but you could just as sim- easily call it simulator Power wash simulator. Right. Simulator simulator. It's right. weird. It is actually Animal Crossing the real metaverse. Is that what because of COVID everyone's actually just stuck in their Animal Crossing game? Oh you yeah. Know it. Oh, Dude, did you guys see that um uh Gary Whitta, who was like a Hollywood screenwriter? Yeah, he, he had, had he had the talk Crossing. show. Yeah, and he had like real cele- like big like Hollywood celebrities, like A-list celebrities like Brie Larson and Selena these- Gomez. Was- yeah. Yes, yeah. it was crazy. <laughs> Elijah but Wood, yeah. I-, I don't know if they were actually playing. That was the thing. I'm like, hmm, I don't think they're actually playing. I think it's him just doing VO and having people play and dressing them up. I was Probably. always curious about that. I was like, hmm. Why is oh. why, why is that not the game that you're introducing your daughter to, to video games? She has Animal Crossing. She just finds it like, it, it helps her with the controls. She's not really into it. She wants action. She loves Turtles in Time. She loves like yeah. Sugar Ben. She wanted to be, she wants to be Princess Peach. She was like, I was like, well, let's try Mario Odyssey. She's like, that's not princess. Like she well, was upset. Well, like, she, you were telling me she was playing Call of Duty too, wasn't she? Yeah, dude. She's just totally fragging and talking, really sure, saying horrible things online. I'm sure your wife would love that. <laughs> she's been doing Fortnite dances. No, she plays like PBS kid games. Like she's very basic at what she likes. <laughs> but uh, I, Pokemon, she's shown some interest in too. I think I want to do Let's Go Pikachu with her. That will mm. probably be her first mm. RPG. Oh, okay. She likes Pokemon and it's two players so I can carry her through it, you know. Um, or she carry you. It's true. Sure. Is is that the best like like for kids like if you were gonna if you were gonna Pokemon? A reasonable question like yeah you're introduce JRPG to a kid Pokemon best Pokemon is it's baby's first pitch. JRPG yeah I was saying what yeah. what do you think the youngest age you could introduce a kid to like clap like regular Pokemon regular Pokemon in like yeah. say good like luck a retail... and let them figure it out like playing yeah. Scarlet Violet I would yeah. say maybe first or second they gotta be able to read. Mm. Like for it to be enjoyable, yeah. you have to be able to read. 
And so if your kid can read well enough in kindergarten or you're going to read it to them and play it together, sure. But I think if you're going to play a game like that, like RPGs, that's the other thing too. I remember when I showed it to my friend, like, oh, it's all this reading. Ugh. Like, I mean, that was like <laughs> skip, the skip, thing. Skip, I, skip, Yeah. They're like, is it because you're our only child? Is this why you like these? Because you can just sit and like, yes, this is just absolutely why I'm entertained for hours now. Um, I don't know. I what what's your go to recommendation for RPG Taylor? Like, if for people that have never played, what's your hey play this game? Honestly, it's usually Pokemon, just because it gets you used to the mechanics. They're usually pretty easy, right? And then right. it gets you used to the mechanics of <clears throat> like traveling around getting like turn-based combat um i did a video i'm trying to remember when when i when this came out but we did i did a video with another creator uh, miss bubbles and it was something it was like that like intro, oh yeah i like, like her she's funny she's great oh she she's the, the best stuff. yeah she's great um and uh, yeah like that pokemon was one of them i we were, we were talking about trials of mana earlier trials of mana i think is a really good introduction yeah jrpg because yeah. it's pretty easy it guides you um it's hard if to get you lost. Keep dying, fun. What, what I noticed about it, my son kept wiping on a boss. And what it did was it would restart him to the point that he got its HP to because he was playing on easy. Oh. So mm-hmm. if it was down to like two thirds, it would start at two thirds. He didn't have to start the whole fight over. And he got to learn and he didn't have to go through the cutscene and it kept him interested. Like, he's like, I really just, like this game. I feel like just having a difficulty slider basically mm. is pretty rare. Yeah. No, you have to play the game on hard. Yeah. Okay. So. It's only real gamers, dude. <laughs> I well, make all my those old ones don't even have difficulty options, right? Like the all yeah. the old PS1 Final Fantasies, yeah. like it's just it is what it is. Yeah. I would like a difficulty option on Pokemon. Give me a Nuzlocke like setting. Let's let's do it. Ooh, yeah, hardcore stuff. Hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. you know, I watched a really interesting podcast. It was these two um people Not underpowered. To... He watched that dip before it. Also That's right. Um, No, it was these two. It was this gal and this guy, and they used to be like the Nintendo PR people. Oh, Um, Kate, uh, Kit, and Casey. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were talking about like wanting to do a Nuzlocke let's play, and like Japan just doesn't get it. They think they're like like, hacking the system. Yeah, Yeah. and it's like because like you would think that would be a no brainer to like build that into the game just by now because people do it anyway. So, but they just think you're cheating or hacking or like do putting a mod on the game so it's hilarious that they're just so out of touch with what the community is yeah. doing that just makes I mean, me it's Nintendo. Want... like duh. i'm like well, when they said they did said no it's, like not so that just that just makes me want to ha- have more devs than just game freak make place or pokemon games yeah would be amazing just to get other types of you know things that they would never try Yes, Eric and I were talking about it today. I don't want them to do a four-year cycle. I want them to wait six or like seven or eight years. Like let's let's polish this thing out. The gameplay loop on Scarlet Violet is super satisfying, right? But let's let's make this thing really polished. Because the other thing is like Tears of the Kingdom. Everyone's like it talks about the console or this or that. Tears of the Kingdom is a beautiful game with its aesthetic. And here's the thing about Tears of the Kingdom: how and that is that a JRPG one and two it. <laughs> Uh, how big do you think that digital file is when you save it? Like when you like, like render the out the like a game, game when you look at like... your memory when your memory of the game when you're looking at it in your Switch how much file data is it taking up? It's tiny. I think it's like thirty, like megabytes. fifteen gigs or something. It's like it's, not it's that big. sixteen gigs. 16 it's sixteen, gigs. which okay. floors me. Like Call of Duty's hundred, and then you just huge <laughs> game. I'm like, oh man, I like, can't granted, believe that. It's insane. No. 
I, my understanding is the blood moons they dump all the imp, the data so that's why they can keep it so like it really dumps like that's why you only have the six save files and it's not keeping everything interesting um i don't know man they're wizards over there um and speaking <laughs> of wizards i wanted to talk about a story uh i'd like to see more jrpgs from uh microsoft i octopath Traveler's on there on game pass but we saw today the big news today going the on the internet. Games, I think. Yeah, the Persona games too. Microsoft there. wins its FTC fight to buy Activision Blizzard. So now Microsoft has WoW. And I, the, there's a game. I really want to get into uh, Sea of Thieves. That seems like mm. a really fun. That seems kind of MMO-ish to me. Um, I think... I'm curious, what do you guys think this does to PlayStation? Because the big rumors from this, you know, now Microsoft has all these big studios, is that supposedly Sony's going to try to make a run or people are pushing Sony to try to buy out FromSoft to get, like, Elden Ring and Demon's Souls or Square Enix. To be fair, Sony already shot across Microsoft's bow by buying Bungie. You know, That's true, right? They declared... (laughs) That was the first shot. Isn't it ironic that... Microsoft um, now owns it was really an war. and now Sony owns the guys that made Halo. Like that's yeah, so right. hilarious to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone's just buying up licenses. So when everything <clears throat> goes fully subscription based, mm-hmm. so one company or the other can say that they've got the most right. the, the most titles. That's yeah. I mean, so, you got Starfield, which is gonna be one of the biggest games. I get I, the big thing, the other conversation no. I've been having with everybody this year is I can't think of another year where there were so many good games in one year. Like, I don't know. I think 2017 when Breath of the Wild came out, and I think Cuphead was out that year. Persona 5, and Horizon. Horizon. Um, was PUBG? A lot of times it's like the I think year, that was PUBG, too. A lot of the times it's like the year after a console release. Mm-hmm. Because usually, like, the console comes out and there's whatever the launch titles, which, you know, there's usually one and one for the console in there. That's really great. And then, like, the following year is when all the other, like, you know, devs and everyone else kind of catch up and drop a lot of bombs. But, yeah, this year, it's been a lot of great games for not having any consoles released, you know, recently. Right. And what's interesting, too, is, like, we're getting releases and, like, storied franchises, right? Like, we got a new Street Fighter, new Diablo, yeah. new Mortal Kombat, yeah. new Final Fantasy. Like, it, it's kind of funny that they're all coming out, like, new Zelda, new yeah, Mario. Capcom. Capcom's been <laughs> yeah, new Mario. The new Mario. Capcom, Pretty wild. Capcom's one of my favorite studios. I was really hoping for a new Mega Man. I'd actually love a new Mega Man Legend. Should we talk about like oh, the remake of a game? Yeah, <laughs> they haven't done that collection. They did freaking Battle Network before Legends. Like what? <laughs> hey, make any people really me. love Battle Network's a JRPG. Right? Oh sure, like, yeah. That's one that I've never tried. That everyone's like, you would love it because I'm a big Mega Man fan. As I grab this <laughs> just to prove. Oh, nice. For our listeners, he's holding a Mega Man blaster? Blaster, yes. Buster. It's the arm. Buster. It's the Buster. Buster. The oh, Buster the... Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Sean, hey, uh, your, your pink slip's in the mail. Uh, <laughs> I quit. Uh, no. Um, I, I think we, we were talking Discord, too. Like, it's not necessarily great for game studios. Some people think it is good. Mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of indifferent on the whole thing. I, I think that Sony, it was a business deal. And like you said, Sony, Sony shot their shot to take Bungie. And then if it becomes a battle of pocketbooks, like, is it a monopoly? I, there's still three, sh- like, 
stores, right? In thing. Here's the thing. There is technically a, a, a three-pronged monopoly in that there's Nintendo, there's PC, Microsoft, and Sony, right? Those are your your choices. And if one's gonna start bringing out their pocketbook and buying stuff up, you gotta compete what or do something you're else. You're forgetting the Amazon, whatever. I forget what theirs is. Luna. I'm surprised they don't push it on Twitch more. If they got a Game Pass style library and actually could just get it, or if they partnered with someone to have that, yeah, I think Luna could take off. If every, if you got to Twitch, mm-hmm. what is it? The first Twitch phase affiliate, right? Yeah. Oh, the what is it? Amazon or Twitch Prime or whatever? Yeah. yeah. If you're Twitch Prime and then you stream on Twitch and say you get the 50 and then like the first requirement to be like an affiliate, right? Where you can run ads and get paid. Yeah. They should give them all like, hey, you have free access to all our Luna games. You just have to buy this, right? And then you're streaming their product. Hire me, Amazon. No, um, that's, you know, I, I, I think there's a spot for that. And I think I'd like to see more diversity on games because Starfield's going to be on Game Pass, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know Eric's been counting down the days. Sell, <clears throat> sell a lot of Game Pass subscriptions. I've been I've been counting down the days every each time it gets pushed back. <laughs> right. I'm no. still still not convinced it's not going to be a holiday release. I wasn't I wasn't hyped for it really. I was kind of like neutral, like you know, apprehensive until I saw their Starfield direct. Uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, and then I went as soon as the adoring fan ran out from like Oblivion, and mm-hmm. and then just seeing how deep the character creator and a bunch of other stuff was, and oh, the ship building and how people were having fun making like I think they're making transformers and stuff yeah. like that. I was like, okay, it's called Robo. The- First off, hold on, it's, <laughs> it's a Veritech can- fighter, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can tell that the devs are having fun with it, you know, because that I feel like that's a big worry a lot of time, like you know, versus something like Redfall, where the devs basically came out and said, we were for, you know, we were forced to make this game. It wasn't what we wanted. And, you know, forced. So, yes, you're forced to make every game because it's your job. I hate that. It's like, we made I know, it's silly, hey. but you know what I mean? Like with this, it, it feels like with Steen Starfield was like, okay, you can tell that they've had fun. They've been given like the time they needed. Yeah. Like, yeah, it sucks as gamers that when they do have to push that kind of stuff off. But ultimately, would you rather have like an early broken buggy game, which it's Bethesda, so who Witcher, knows what it's going to be like uh, anyway? Cyberpunk 2077. Or People would you rather yes. them delay it a year or whatever and give them that time? Usually the problem is they run into that fiscal or like that money mm-hmm. brick wall where they're like, mm-hmm. you know, Daddy Microsoft's gonna be like, we're not gonna keep paying for you to keep working on this game. You need to put out, you know, something this yeah. and that, you know, that can either bite you in the butt I, I, or right. or work out. Well, as, I as don't think as, it, go ahead, Eric. Go as ahead. far as Starfall goes, for me, that's been the big hurdle that I've been waiting. That, that's been the big hurdle to Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah. Is it's oh, we gotta finish Starfall. We gotta get this done. We gotta get this out of the way. I'm I'm waiting for Elder Scrolls Six. It's... <clears throat> That'll be another ten years. Oh cut, cut to oh, Eric as a skeleton, <laughs> like that. Twenty twenty six, twenty twenty seven. What do we think on that? Twenty thirty. Twenty twenty seven is generous. I feel yeah. like as yeah. crazy as that. Is the only thing they've shown is like a tease of like the title or whatever. Really, yeah. you know. I don't even know if they've been like really been working on it in earnest. I'm sure the whole studio is just trying to finish. But Starfield. then they're gonna move everybody from yeah. Starfield onto it, and oh, yeah. they might know. They're like, "We got this." I don't know, do you, Sean. You called your shot with No Man's Sky, and you said it wasn't gonna oh, be yeah. great. Do you feel that way with uh, Starfield? Stars, 
Starfield coming out? Starfield. I feel like it's easy to say Star Citizen or any of the other Star <laughs> games. You know? uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, no Man's I Space. don't get no the Man's same Space. vibe. Because with No, Man's, no Sky. Man's Sky, it was a small, basically like indie developer that Sony propped up. Like, look at this awesome game they're making. I think they made a lot of promises to people early on. And they were a small dev team, and they'd never made a game like that. They did, like, the yeah. is it Joe Danger games. or mm-hmm. That's the game Beautiful that they made. Uh, it was Capcom. Joe Danger. Beautiful Joe was Capcom. Capcom is <laughs> yeah. Capcom. Yeah, yeah. I think. Okay, but I they hadn't really done anything like that, and they were really leaning heavily into, um, what is it, uh, procedural generation, mm-hmm. which I believe there's some in starfield as well but that was one of my big hangups and they hadn't shown a lot of it and when it came out that like the game was going to be like seven gigs on a disc i was like i feel like procedural generation you need a lot of assets to pull from otherwise you'll get stale and you'll... anyways there's a bunch of things that were like red flags to me going into no man's sky starfield you know i was like i said i was apprehensive before because they hadn't really shown a ton before like the directive like gameplay and like features of the game they showed a lot of pretty like spectacle Mm-hmm. And things were like, ooh, look at this planet. And, like, it looks pretty, but I was like, okay, but what's the gameplay going to be like? And then when, you know, the Direct came out and they just basically, like, showed all the different mechanics and as well as, like, story and stuff. And, you yeah. know, uh, there's a – and plus it's a developer that's been making RPGs for so long. And I think one thing that is kind of a bummer but also good is that Starfield is going to be a single-player game. I wish it was co-op, like, two-player or four-player or something like that. Like, I don't want it to be multiplayer because the nice thing is it's not going to be like a game. A four-player a four Skyrim type game. That'd be cool. Yeah. Like, like, even two would be really cool. But yeah. anyways, like, the nice thing about it is they haven't really, it's not really going to be like a game. It's not like a service game. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to be one where, so the nice thing where, like, maybe they have 95% of the people at Bethesda working on this game. They can because it's not going to be like a game as a service where they're just churning out tons of like new content, new DLC and like stuff all the time for like, you know, to get microtransactions and like get money out of people. I mean, they're going to find ways to get money out of people. Like whether that's, I think they're bringing back like the creator mods and that kind of stuff where people get a cut of like modding officially and all that. I think that's coming back. But anyways, because it's not a game as a service, they can afford to lose, you know, half their staff over to the Elder Scrolls, like yeah. six dev team, that kind of stuff. So that is good, potentially. It's good. I'm 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 waiting anxiously because I think I want Microsoft to make more, I want Bethesda to make more RPGs to make great games. And as we move to the end of our night, you know, like my daughter poked in here too. Uh, I want to do our final segment, and that is random questions. And random questions, for those you don't know, some people call them shower thoughts. Um, <laughs> you might have heard that. Uh, I think of it as just like, I, again, I work with kids, so I am used to them uh, just. Oh, hold on, what am I doing? I'm pulling up the rules here. There we go. For us. Um, the random question for us today, it's just questions either my students, kids, or we've been asked in Discord. Like, we had a whole fight about is uh, Fortnite a mobile game years ago and things of that nature. And uh, the first random question I wanted to ask you guys, today's date is 7-Eleven, free Slurpee day. What's oh, the best Slurpee it. ever? Was that today? <laughs> It's you still got time. Uh, you got time. We can we can get you out. You're gonna open up 24 hours. 
even if you're East Coast, you still got another hour. Yeah. Okay. Another Are hour. any of you just like a Coca-Cola weirdo, where you just get the Coca-Cola <laughs> oh, Slurpee? Oh, oh yeah. Why do you frame oh, no. it like that? <laughs> the question itself is flawed because it's not a flavor; it's a combination. And I, I think a good combination is is two to three flavors. And I'm going to go with, Yuck. with cherry, blue raspberry, and pina colada yeah. as the flavor combination of my choice. <laughs> That's a good answer because that's kind of what I do. I do the cherry cokes. I'll do coke, a little cherry oh, in the middle, cherry. and then coke. So like it kind of mixes it all together. Yeah, that's what I like. Yeah, and I like I like kind of like what Eric did with is the cherry, and then the 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 blue uh, raspberry, blue raspberry, and then I think more cherry or vanilla or something else, like some other kind of like oh whatever cream, the like random monthly soda. flavor is. There was one. Yeah, when Ooh, I was up in Canada, they had cream soda as one of them, and it was like really Ooh. good combo. Yeah. No, I think uh, it's it's can be you get a random monthly flavor a lot of the times, you know, and um, my my I think for me I'm a purist. I like just a red cup or give me a blue cup. I'm lame, but if I can wow. see like I'll get the flavor of the month too. I I want to taste it for what it is. But I always yeah. remember I have some like my my so my students asked me if I was gonna take my kids to get free slurpees and I said no because there was a thing when Eric and I were kids. I spilled red slurpee on my arm and the dye was on my arm like for a day and I had washed. And like, That's really weird. Wow. And his mom, Eric's mom goes, think about that. What's inside your body? And I was like, Ugh, what is inside my body? <laughs> Once it goes in my mouth, I don't think about it anymore. That's my rule. That's a good life philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> Clip that. No, um, so, uh, okay. My next question, it kind of goes, what's a game you regret buying? What's a bad game that you're like you were really excited for and you're like, Ugh. No Man's Sky. No, I didn't buy No Man's Sky. I got gifted it. <laughs> um, the one that immediately comes to mind. So there's there are times in game releases where like games come out very close together and you have to sort of make a choice. And I don't know when this was. I want to say it was twenty. Let's call it twenty fifteen. Uh, there were two JRPGs coming out kind of back to back. It was Star Ocean integrity and faithlessness what a terrible name and then it was tokyo mirage sessions on wii u and oh for yeah some, the, that's like a weird fire emblem game right it's like fire emblem meets persona at least that was the pitch or smt yeah, yeah. i should say uh and so i chose poorly and chose star ocean for some reason and that game is just oh man that game is bad <laughs> it's really <laughs> bad um so that's that's i mean i have a whole video on that but that was that's the one that immediately comes to my mind is star okay. ocean Five, Star Ocean Five. That, that I, I I think what was the Star Ocean on PlayStation Two? Second Story. That's the one that's so. in the or, remake. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's the one where the I don't want to give the big twist away, but there's a giant twist at the end, and it's very meta. And um. Oh, that's three. I think you're thinking of three. If we're on the same wavelength. Yes, with the it's the guy with the blonde hair, and he's kind of like the bigger. Yeah, 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 yeah um well three maybe both have twists but three is like the giga twist of all twists yes Star Ocean it's 3, like yeah. one of the good ones but i couldn't i couldn't get into it for some reason and i was like oh this is a good game <laughs> i didn't regret getting that i got it as a gift but i think eric and i might have the same one most recently and it's shelby's fault and that's uh divinity original sin 2 mm. um <laughs> see i like that game did you play it on but pc that, i did that. That's probably why you liked it. it on, on Switch. Console, right? It was not pretty. Yeah, it was. I bet. It was ugly. a lot of menus and stuff that are so fun to move around with the joystick. Eric, is that your pick? Is that what you're gonna say? 
what well, uh, my my regret no. yeah. i could go one of two directions here um uh, but since i'm only doing since it's not going to be you casey so it's not going to be you um final fantasy 15 was a colossal disappointment for me oh it was a uh, huge disappointment. I know you were really excited about that game, and then they promised a bunch of DLC with that game, and then never gave it out. I think that's the sad part of it. Yeah. Um, what was the one that I gave you? What's the bad? What's the bad one for me? Hold on, I got you. Well, the, the bad, uh, Final Fantasy Explorers was pretty rough. Oh, on the 3DS. Yeah. Oh, that had so much potential. That had so much potential that was that was rough. Yeah. That was rough. We beat it though. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, no! You know what? You know what? I forgot all about it. It's a shame he's not sh he's not here. Um, Divinity Original Sin. That's what I just said. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I just he checked out. Great, yeah. show me. Yeah. He recommended it to both of us, yeah. and we're like, all right. And it was just not fun for me or you. Um, okay, my other one. This is a good one. My my son asked me this today, just in the car. If you could own a fast food chain, what is your franchise? That you're gonna own. Oof, that's a great question. I thought really hard about this one. I, I'm I'm Jersey Mike's. I will never say no to a good sandwich. I felt like I was like, mm. all right, I can get like I can have a cold cut sandwich. I can have a hot sandwich. Maybe you know, choice. it's it just uh, uh, half a sandwich every day. I can eat a sandwich for lunch every day and be content. So are we kind of we're kind of talking chain restaurants then? Yeah, change Jersey Mike's to change. Right, we're talking. It has to be like In and Out would be great, but like In and Out's only in what three states? Can I do a pizza chain then? Sure. I know it's gonna say Abby's legendary pizza. Absolutely. If you haven't, if you don't know, you don't know. But there's three of them. What a chain! There's like a dozen spread out through Central Oregon. Yeah, they're all by like motels and where people are doing crime. I'll tell you that much. But the their pepperoni is pizza does cheese, look pretty Eric? good. Is it the bread? What is the what it's, sells it on them? It, uh, it's 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 the experience. It's it's just it's, it's, it's like, the whole experience. Up here, they used to have Alfie's Pizza. They still and do. It was like a it was like a localish chain. Um, but if then doing... their their cheese was the best part. I always thought we. Not I went good. to school with the owner of Alfie. You know, like he's a friend of mine, right? You know, I worked at Alfie's. But yes, I real, real, real answer though. Real answer though. It's Chipotle. That's the only answer. Ooh, that's, that's, what I, that's what I was gonna say. So I was like, I unless you're Chipotle and Jersey Mike's, that was my big yeah. two. Yeah, because I I'm kind of skewed because of being you're a vegan. vegan. No, I can only I can't. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd go for McDonald's purely for profit. Yeah, um, business choice. I think that's the move, choice, right? Yeah, a Japanese McDonald's where it's super well run, or like a Japanese Seven Eleven. Oh, that actually would have been the better answer. Ooh, a Japanese, like a Japanese yeah, like Jack in the Box. Yeah. Oh, Jack in the or, Box. Or Japanese Oof. KFC where they do the double fried. Yes. I want to know how the, how the Japanese Jack in the Box does tacos. Does the American oh, the tacos. monster tacos? All oh, those tacos are just like heart attack between a shell, man. They're so good yeah. though. They're so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, they're bad for you, but that's why they're delicious. Yes. Um, um, if I had to pick one, you, you mentioned In and Out. That's a good one. Um, yeah. I was gonna pick some other. They place, treat their but... employees well. They do like, but it's only in three states, right? Like, I want to go. If I'm gonna make money anywhere, I guess In and Out would be a good one. But go ahead. My my first thought was uh, Panda Express because it's the one like Asian food fast food chain that's not. I mean, it's it's probably still bad for you, but it's 
There's so many. Definitely <laughs> not good for you. No. Like, uh, deep fried pork, one... deep fried chicken, deep fried. Oh, everything's <laughs> fried, right? There was this yeah. chain. I don't think it's around anymore. It was called like Mr. Chow's, I think. Oh, okay. Mr. Chow's Chinese fast food. Yeah. Order, Mr. Chow's. <laughs> That's right. I don't, I Eric knows the tagline. A long time. That's a Bay Area thing. Oh, wow. it's, it's because they had the commercials on the uh, on the uh, during the Sharks games. Oh yeah. Oh. But yeah, they were, it was like, they were on the radio all the time, but they were just, it was just a grease pit. It was so gross. And I think that <laughs> caught up with them eventually. <laughs> Eric, where's the Wiener Schnitzel call out from oh, Livermore? Schnitzel. No, no, no. no. Uh, I, the, the, so the only story I have about that is, is fresh, I, uh, freshman year of high school, open campus. Wiener Schnitzel was the closest place to the high school. I ate there for basically an entire month. Haven't haven't had the desire to ever go back. You did the McDonald's the what's the I, movie? I just, uh, what's, the, what's the McDonald's movie where he eats McDonald's every day? Supersize me. You did the oh, movie man. Version. Yeah, but but it wasn't quite like I mean back I mean, freshman in high school I was playing football at the time I was I needed I needed those empty calories. Yeah, yeah, you're hungry. Okay, those are all good answers I think. Now the final question. This one was from a coworker of mine. I gotta pull this up. Okay. So you have a magical ability in your hand to create five different liquids. Okay. Each finger is a different liquid. What liquid would you choose? Now it doesn't pour out. You can control it. Like, okay, I'm doing this. <laughs> this I'm doing this. I've thought about this. <laughs> this yeah, that's my first question. question. I go, follow-up question. Does it just flow out of my hand at any time? He's like, no. I'm like, okay. Um, so you got five liquids. It can be five liquids. Okay. And they have to be different. What do you what are, I can start. I think. Can water, you control temperature, you or is it always just oh. room temperature? It's whatever temperature you need, and what temperature it doesn't hurt you coming out. So you could you probably do be like tea. cold or warm. I would, water would definitely be a good one. My other yeah. one is just gold. For security. Gold, liquid yeah. gold. Gold is liquid. It's a metal, right? So you can get in liquid yeah. form. Comes out. I'd always have money. Um, those would be my top two, and then I thought like gasoline for a car. Ooh, that's a good time. choice. I wouldn't even know yeah, that. America might lock you up for that and use you as... Oh, yeah, 2035? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait. No, no I mean, they'll use you as, like, a source of, you know... Oh, yeah. Gold, no, that'd be fine. Else. I'd be a government <laughs> asset. That's right. <laughs> um, it's $125 a gallon. <laughs> yeah, I should make my... I'd just be a gas station. Um, my other one would be, like, I think a tea. Like, something just to level me out. And then... I, be I monster as one of them. No, I don't want to die. <laughs> That's, I've, I've, I've gone. I haven't had an energy drink in like a week and a half, two weeks. I'm really trying to quit those. Um, you know, I keep thinking, and like the other one, I was like chocolate. I don't know. Like that—that's the hard thing. Like, what do you guys think? Oh. Gold's my favorite one, and gasoline. So, those are my favorite. That's, those are that, great. Yeah. Well, when you when you told me that list, I was like, well, I've got to have E85 and premium. <laughs> And I don't want this California. I don't want this California premium bullshit. This ninety-one octane bullshit. You need gas give and me, diesel. Give me, give me the ninety-two. Give me the ninety-three from from the other states. I want the gold. I want the water, and I want lime. Fierce lime Gatorade. If you don't, <laughs> you know, you know, they had it for a short period of time. I could only get it at the Seven Elevens back in the day. Fierce lime. Oh, that's it. That's my thought. Uh, Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Done. There we go. That's <laughs> Well, you could just choose Taco Bell as your franchise, Casey. What's that? You could just use Taco Bell as your franchise. Taco name. Bell, that's true. I could be the Taco Bell at that point. Does, um, 
Does ice cream count as a liquid? Ice cream is in all three <laughs> states of matter. So I know, yes. right? Yeah. Actually, I take mine back. I want ice cream. Right now. I take ice cream <laughs> well, now you got to have, like, you got to wait for the ice cream to freeze because, like, okay, here's goopy ice cream. Now put it in the freezer. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No. Maybe like I a think... milkshake. Yeah. Ooh, right? there you go. Yeah. yeah. Any flavor? Would it have to be a specific flavor? No, yeah. That's your, it's your rules. <laughs> I know. It's my rule. <laughs> can only have two. No chunks. It's got to be full liquid. Yes. So you yes. can't have, like, an Oreo milkshake. So you could. So Eric, okay, you had two types of gas, Gatorade. What are your other two? Um, I told you, gold water. Oh, gold. Yeah, now you guys, everyone's like gold water. Good idea. Good it idea. Makes too much sense. Well, you could have lava, right? Could I do that too? And just make land. I think about that. But... I thought about this lava. I feel like lava, lava. would burn you as well, soon as it comes well, out. Like, well, hold on. You mentioned temperature. How about pressure? Can I have like super high pressure water? Ooh. Like a super soaker finger? No, kind of like, like a CNC machine. A pressure washer, yeah. yeah. Have you seen those pressure washers oh. that like cut bones in half? I think you'd have to squeeze <laughs> your finger really hard, right? And you could like oh, that, sure. But he could do it. Same as a chain. I, I, I want to know if the capabilities there. True. I, I think you'd be like too, pushing out a poo. Like you'd have to use some muscles. You'd be like, <laughs> like it'd have to be, or like you have milk really in a cow. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about you, Taylor? What are your glyphs? Uh, mine would be very similar to yours. Yeah, I'd probably be... I actually thought of gold. I didn't think of gas. That's a really good answer. Uh, yeah, water, gold, gas. Probably tea. I've been drinking a lot of tea lately. Uh, I've been trying to step down from coffee. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think... Like, uh, I would definitely... My my uh indulgent side would say something like coke but then i'm like man your teeth would just rot real quick <laughs> having coke at your fingertip literally but um lately like when i go like work out i've been having these ga like it's called gatorade fit it's like this low like no sugar low whatever gatorade so i'm like oh because it, it can kind of get expensive if you keep buying them over and over so it'd be like a sports drink to kind of rehydrate so probably yeah water gatorade gold gas tea yeah that sounds good maple syrup maple i was supposed to think syrup. about that yeah dude you know how expensive that is if you think about that too i'm you would drive money. you would drive the prices down mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> i could i could sean is that what was your final list uh definitely water because for survival situations yeah just if you can control Clearly. the temperature you can make tea with it maybe oh. um but tea would be one, hard. yeah yeah i would say else, you'd have yeah go ahead what i was thinking of would be cool to like plastic like liquid plastic like almost like, like a you know, 3D, 3d printer 3d printer kind of thing just kind of like okay. you know because there's actually that guy has that have you seen those youtube videos i think he's i think he's a japanese guy who has like he goes around and like not graffitis but he'll like go with like a, a pet like a plastic pen or whatever and like draw and do art and like create stuff anyways like around like the city streets that's cool so that would be cool um yeah some kind of fuel would be nice maybe i'll go diesel just to like balance you guys out i'll go to your house if i need gas and then you can come to mine if you need diesel nice or something. nice 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 <laughs> perfect i mean uh, diesel truck right yeah diesel you're filling up the big rigs yeah yeah yeah, yeah pure okay. profit see uh yeah and glass? then i would have I would glass go. come out of your hand glass is technically in a more solid so that's kind of a liquid mm -hmm. so uh, yeah then i then ice cream you know infinite yeah. dessert Wait, you're a vegan though. Hold on. Yeah, time you out. Can do vegan ice cream. There's vegan ice cream. That's not Just, real. It's oat base. Are you or even sherbet? I'll give you sherbet. That would be my like. Don't give me that. 
uh, almond milk. You have almond milk from on one hand. Um, can't you can't take away my my no magical I can't powers I can't you're right it's your <laughs> it's your it's your magical power. Um, my stance on ice cream needs to be put aside. I have to put that bias away. Um, well, I think we're gonna start wrapping things up. Taylor, thank you for joining us tonight. Where can people find more of you? Yeah, no, thank you again for having me. This was a fun chat. Um, yeah, so on YouTube uh, at the Gaming Shelf, um, I don't really stream, but if I do, it's usually I stream on YouTube. Um, mm -hmm. And then every once in a while, I don't tweet as much anymore, which is probably a good thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but if you feel like following me on Twitter, it's at Taylor's Shelf. There's two S's in there. Um, but yeah, that's usually where I'm most active. Nice. Well, and you can find more of us in our socials or if you're watching us on Twitch or YouTube, wherever you're listening, please leave us a review. Give us a like, a sub. It helps us do more of the stuff and let our wives or give us excuses to keep pursuing this passion project. Um, again, uh, we got some stuff going on this week. We uh, lost shorts been up. We just hit 500,000 views on our YouTube channel. So please, 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 for those that are uh, joining uh, or have been supporting us, thank you. And boxes, uh, and yeah, and that's it. Maybe a community game night. As for that, we're out. Play your games. Play your games.